Welcome to the Cardano Convo Podcast weekly news segment for the week of October 11th, 2021. This podcast segment is where we try to summarize many of the happenings within the Cardano ecosystem and provide a quick and precise breakdown of these events. In this week's episode, we'll be covering a new partnership between Meld and Netverk, ADAX's partnership with BT Block, Charlie 3's Catalyst proposal, the IOG delegation debacle, SpaceBud's first sale above $1 million, a Veritree update, and more. But before we begin, I want to thank our sponsors. First are our Patreons over on the Cardano Convo Patreon page. Their direct contributions help to make this podcast possible. By becoming a Patreon, you gain amazing benefits such as access to polls that help decide the content of upcoming episodes, early access to videos, roles and benefits within the Discord server, and so much more. Lastly, we'd like to thank those delegating to Loop's pool. If you're looking for a way to help out the podcast and are looking for a Cardano stake pool to delegate your ADA to, then think about delegating with Loop's pool. That's Loop's L-O-O-P-S pool. Finally, make sure to follow the podcast, our Twitter, and YouTube. Thank you. Let's begin this week's news segment with the partnership between Meld and Netverk. Again, Meld has been quite busy making partnerships within the last couple of weeks, and as we normally do, we'll cover these two projects and what this partnership entails. First, what is Meld? Meld is the first DeFi non-custodial banking protocol. What this means is that Meld provides finance that isn't based in centralized systems such as a bank, but is instead based upon smart contracts and code. To learn more about Meld or the Meld token, make sure to check out episode 9 where we talk with the co-founder and chairman of Meld, Ken Oling. Next is Netverk. Netverk is a social virtual world built on the blockchain that allows users to make and monetize their creations. This is a bit of a unique partnership compared to Meld's past partnerships in that not only will Meld and Netverk be working together to build functionalities between their two systems, but Meld will also be allotted land and more within the Netverk virtual ecosystem. Netverk has given Meld a plot of land for the Meld headquarters to be housed, and this is where the first virtual reality integration between Meld's DeFi lending and borrowing services will be implemented within the Netverk metaverse. So users within Netverk will be able to go to the Meld HQ and interact with Meld's products and services directly within the metaverse. Now, something a little flashier is that Netverk has also allocated a one-to-one Meld-branded yacht. Now, this will probably be more of a means of marketing or promotion for the Meld protocol, but it's still pretty cool to think about. Of course, this also brings value to the Netverk ecosystem by creating additional utility within their metaverse, and could bring in a lot more users and players to the ecosystem. Next up is the strategic partnership between ADAX and BT Block. I'm sure many of you have heard about ADAX but not BT Block, or vice versa, so we'll cover both ADAX and BT Block before covering aims or goals of this partnership. ADAX is a state-of-the-art decentralized exchange built on Cardano, and ADAX aims to bring a refreshing take on the traditional DEX and aims to bring a new and exciting experience to its users. For this and many more reasons, ADAX is being described by many as the Uniswap of Cardano. To learn more about ADAX, make sure to check out episode 3 where we talk with Dovidis, the chief marketing officer, and Mate Toke, a strategic advisor for ADAX and co-founder of Bitcoin.com. BT Block is a technology and cybersecurity consultancy specializing in security and audits of breakthrough companies in blockchain, cryptocurrency, and the financial sectors. 
As you may have guessed, in this security partnership, BT Block will become ADAX's third-party code reviewer. Their partnership will have BT Block conducting a security code review and security audit for ADAX, which will involve threat modeling and logical code analysts of critical functions. In the end, the goal of this partnership for ADAX is an independent assurance of code integrity, soundness of architectural design, and ecosystem safety. Now, before I get to the IOG delegation news slash opinion portion, I wanted to cover a couple of other topics, including Charlie3's Project Catalyst proposal titled Community Oracle Free Price Feeds. Given Ideascale's not-so-user-friendly UI, I'll read directly from their proposal. Quote, Our proposal is to allocate 100% of the funding towards setting up and maintaining free community price feeds through our decentralized Oracle solution for the top cryptocurrencies, example being Bitcoin, Ethereum, Cardano, Binance, etc., for at least 12 months, accessible to an unlimited number of projects. The Charlie team will match one-to-one, -one, potentially more, the level of funding we receive from Project Catalyst 2. So 25,000 USD becomes 50,000 USD for the community. Our goal with raising more funds is to increase the period these price feeds will be available and to offer a greater variety of price feeds or even randomness generation." End quote. Overall, this proposal aims to provide access to Oracle functionalities for small projects that may not be able to afford normal Oracle services, and Charlie3 is even helping to fund it through matching funding. In the comments section, Robert, the chief operating officer, even states this by saying, quote, We aren't using the funds for profit. If voted in, we will match funding with 25k from our own funds, and the IOHK have expressed interest in matching those funds. In fact, we see this vote as kickstarting a free community service. Our goal is to enable projects to launch. On our end, we see this program costing our team, but our long-term success is tied to the ecosystem scaling, end quote. I'm not going to lie, when I first read this topic, I was wondering what Charlie3 would gain from this, but I see that this would not only benefit Charlie3, but it would also benefit the ecosystem by lowering the barriers to entry for dApp developers by minimizing the cost of running their dApps. To finish this topic off, I think it is a worthwhile proposal to fund. Now, the next topic in our news segment has to do with Space Buds, a well-known Cardano NFT or CNFT project. On October 12th, the SpaceBuds bot account reported on Twitter that SpaceBuds number 9936 had sold for 510,000 ADA. At the time of sale, ADA was $2.11, so this means that the NFT sold for approximately $1,076,000. Some of us might view this as insane, but others will view this as not only interesting, but worth it. It could be a sign of what is to come for the Cardano NFT system or a possible flash in the pan. Regardless of the conclusions that one comes to, we can all agree that the Cardano NFT space is going to get even wilder as time goes on. Next up is an update on Veritree's fundraising. For those who don't know who or what Veritree is, Veritree is a verification tool built exclusively for global restoration projects, and you can check it out at Veritree.com. The reason that I'm bringing this up is that on the website, there's a Cardano section, and if you check that out, you'll see that they are 35% funded towards their goal. Anyone with ADA can donate to this project, and one ADA equals one tree token and one tree planted. If you donate 15 ADA or more, you'll receive limited edition tree tokens which can be used for limited edition trees and NFTs. They also have leaderboards and donation tiers as well, so make sure to check that out. 
Now, we're going to be talking about some recent news with the IOG delegation. In the beginning, I referred to it as a debacle. And I know that this section is going to be highly opinionated, and I know that there are many people out there that will disagree with what I'm about to say, which is fair enough. But I know that many people reached out to me about what was going on and voiced confusion and concern. Now, before we begin, I want to talk about a blog post that IOG released at the end of August titled, Cardano Stake Pool Operator Delegation, A New Round. This article laid out what is to be expected of this new round. Quote, We're looking for outstanding contributions made to the ecosystem that fall into at least one of these categories. Build. SBOs contributing to ecosystem growth by providing tools, dev advice, resources, etc. Create. SBOs producing high-quality written content and creative artwork such as infographics that adds value to the wider community. Educate. SBOs building alliances, groups, or educating delegators on important topics, role modeling technical excellence, or contributing to the Plutus Pioneer body of knowledge." End quote. So everyone had a decent idea of what we're looking for, and we also knew from the article's previous paragraph that, quote, as well as applying for themselves, we're asking the SBO community to nominate the best of their own. As well as requesting delegation to their own pools, SBOs will also be invited to nominate up to two additional pools they feel should be recognized and supported for their positive contributions to the community." End quote. So we know how it'll be done and what they're looking for when deciding who will get the IOG delegation. Now what's the problem exactly? Many of the people as well as SBOs got in touch with me about some confusion. In previous IOG delegations, there were some rules made and before I go into them, I wish to preface this by saying that I know that IOG stated that this time things would be done a little differently. In previous delegation rounds, there were criteria such as not having received IOG delegation within the last three IOG delegation cycles, not having more than a certain amount of ADA delegated to your stake pool, as well as having the requirement that you must be a single stake pool operator, etc. Now, there were many great pools selected in this round, and I'm glad that many pools got delegation that would help them, including one pool that was 20 days from retirement. And of course, none of what I'm about to say is a condemnation of any of the pools or an attack on them. I've talked with many of their SBOs and have no beef with them and, in fact, work with many of them. But I want to cover what led to the confusion and concern. Amid the pools that received IOG delegation were pools that had greater than 50 million ADA delegated to them, and in the case of Eden Pool, had 5 pools with a total of over 200 million ADA within them. Another case was Monad Pool that had received delegation in IOG's last round of delegations, but then received it again in this round. Another SBO got in contact with me about how a certain SBO that I will not mention by name was going around and asking different SBOs to nominate their pool, and in turn, they would nominate their pool. When this was brought to the attention of some within the IOG community, it was stated that quantity didn't matter, but rather quality would matter. This pool that was doing this ended up getting IOG delegation. Now, I know that IOG can delegate however they choose. I'm not arguing that they can't. I'm arguing that when you release a blog post outlining what you're looking for and have, quote, in addition, SBOs should operate only a single stake pool and have a current stake of 12 million ADA or less, end quote, but then select multiple pools outside of what you outlined, a lot of people are going to wonder what's going on and can feel betrayed. 
I personally would be fine if in the next IOG delegation post they stated that it would be a free-for-all or that they wouldn't give any details, but instead, they would be deciding which pools they would be delegating to. That would be A-OK. -okay. In my opinion, you start running into dicey territory when you release a blog post with details on what you're aiming for and that you are looking for certain qualities with additional qualities of less than 12 million ADA currently delegated and operating only one stake pool. Again, I have nothing against any of the pools that received delegation, but I do think that this was poorly executed, and that is something that you will rarely ever hear me say about IOG or Cardano in general. But the manner by which this was done definitely wasn't the best way it could have been done. It definitely could have been done more transparently, and maybe in future delegation rounds, IOG will be more transparent with their delegation strategies. Lastly, I know this isn't going to be a popular opinion, but I will speak of the negatives or poorly executed aspects of Cardano and IOG, just as I will speak of the positives or well done aspects of Cardano and IOG. So let me know your thoughts in the comments below. I'd love to hear your take on this. Last up in this week's Cardano news update is Charles Hoskinson starting his Cardano Africa tour. After having taken a short break following the Cardano summit, Charles flew to Cape Town to participate in the fireside chat of the Cape Innovations and Tech Initiative events. Now, I'm sure that many of us see the value of bringing Africa into the global market as well as into the crypto space. And Charles captures this vision well by saying, quote, It is our belief and hope that over the next five years, a meaningful percentage of the entrepreneurs who deploy infrastructure will come with a pan-Africa view, end quote and this event is just one step on this journey. Overall, I think that we can all agree that successfully building a system that is used by the entirety of Africa would not only bolster the value of the Cardano ecosystem, but it could better the lives of over 1.2 billion people and create a manner for them to join the global market and be connected with the rest of the world. Thank you for joining us for this week's Cardano News on the Cardano Convo podcast. If you want an easy way to help us out, make sure to share this podcast. That way we can grow and create a better podcast for you guys. Also leave us a five-star review. And if you had feedback on today's episode, tweet us at Cardano Convo, send your emails to cardanoconvo at gmail.com or join the Cardano Convo Discord server and let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Also make sure to check out our new podcast website on crypto-loops.com. Again, thank you for joining us and we'll see you in the next episode of the Cardano Convo.